The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. In this episode, we wrap up the Assault on Kingsbury one-shot. A special thanks to Kiki and Justin for joining us for this lively adventure. We look forward to seeing them again in future episodes. Watch out for Undead Zed and enjoy the podcast. Hi and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. Find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Go to your favorite search engine, Google, Bing, Yoohoo, whatever it is, and put in Adventures from The Shed. You will find us. Um, check us out on Facebook. Like our page. Put in comments. We're happy to respond to them. It's a lot of fun to interact with our listeners. We are back here in the shed doing a Dungeon World one-shot with a couple of special guests who will be the first to introduce themselves, starting with this person right here. Hey, this is Kiki. I am still playing my Prissy Elven Necromancer. The pen. Prissy Elven Necromancer. <laughs> pen. Mm. Kizra. The, oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. She has a name. Oh, I'm Justin. I am still playing Topsy, uh, the human thief of the group. And this is Kurt. I'm playing Morris. I'm an undead anti-paladin. This is Chris. I'm playing Zarin, the elven ranger. Does this animal know? companion, Thoron, who's a stubborn bastard. That's funny. Um, because he has sleeping poison <laughs> yeah. with him now. He's putting everybody to sleep. Hey, like Kurt, that I'm curious you know, what race was um, he Morris was, when he, he was, was human. alive. A human. Yeah. Right. I don't know that I'm really an anti-paladin, just for the record. I mean, <laughs> but we're saying it. Yeah, but you're well, working like, your way to it. Evil. I don't know that we're yeah. evil yet. Let's. I mean, let's. Yeah. See. You're clearly not, yet. not good. We've been being nice and. <laughs> yeah. You're middle of the road, if nothing else. Definitely yeah. <laughs> not good. We haven't killed anyone. We're you, being nice because it's beneficial right now. The second right, it stops being right. beneficial, right. we don't have yeah. to be nice I mean, anymore. Everyone yeah. thinks that death and decay is evil, but it's really just the just flip part side of, of life. It's yeah. just part yeah. of nature. Yeah. So. Speaking of part of I'd nature, I'd like to raise another. I'm Joe. I'm the game master. As we continue, hi Joe. Dungeon World campaign. We're set. We have this set in our world of Parandisi about a year after the events of Perils of Parandisi and um, our adventurers in this episode and the previous two are not necessarily good folks although to Kurt's point not necessarily bad yet clearly not good I mean until we start killing people and taking all their money I wouldn't say we're just assholes right now speaking of killing people and taking all their money that's exactly what we did not do last episode (laughs) but Kurt will tell us what we did do last episode yeah, so briefly, last episode, we worked on uh, infiltrating our way into the city. Um, uh, Kizra and Morris came in through the main entrance. Kizra tried to help things out by making me, Morris, the large, bulking, behemoth, anti-paladin, and invisible, which didn't work so well because I think she rolled snake eyes. Yeah. So he, uh, he lost his because legs. Because he moved. It was obviously his fault, right. not mine. Yeah. So his legs were invisible, yeah. but um, he was quick and dexterous and able to steal a uh, piece of fabric and make it into a, essentially a skirt, like a manly night skirt, except it wasn't really that manly because pink it was and pink sequin. and sequin. I believe the definition, or, or the word <clears throat> that the definition of manly night skirt is for is kilt. Yes, like right. a kilt was what yes. I was shooting for, but it turned out because but of the way I rolled that it was a pink sequined kilt, but it, I started a trend, and now uh, shiny sequined <laughs> gl- glittery pink things are showing up all over town. I mean, yeah. it only took an hour to start the trend. I'm so it was charismatic. really fast. It's like they were waiting for yeah. They like wanted it, it to happen. They were ready. They were ready. Yeah. Um, in the meantime... Uh, Z- uh, I can't. Zarin. Zuzu. And Topsy uh, kind of scouted out the guard and worked their way over the fence on the north side. That, and, uh, and then we all met up. Uh, long story short, we ended up at the home of a... Well, after, after making our plan at the cliff dive, yep. ended up at the fr- uh, home of an old family friend of mine, uh, Fred Frederick, uh, and convinced him to help smuggle us essentially into the, uh, the keep... Uh, by putting us, three of us at least, into barrels. He was and an just iron. to add an unnecessary pun, it was an ironclad plan. It was an nice. ironclad nice. plan. We'll start ironing it out, but you know. Yeah, we yeah. ironed it out. <laughs> that was two levels of unnecessary. <laughs> well done. <laughs> right. The only thing that would have been better Achieving dealing with unlocked. the Iron Baron, if yeah. uh, my old character from way back in the day, Ferris, had Ferris. been Ferris. Yeah, that's the guy's <laughs> name should have been Ferris instead of Frederick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. So. Uh, <laughs> But we convinced uh, him to get us into 
to take us into essentially the armory by saying yeah. he was bringing uh, gunpowder and cannonballs or, or ammunition, and we are actually in the barrels. So as we open the scene, our party of not necessarily do-gooders is... Uh, Just doers. Right the, at the, the doers. A party <laughs> of doers. <laughs> <We are> protagonists, <laughs> yeah. if not heroes. Um, is uh, three of which are inside of large barrels mm-hmm. outside of the armory. And uh, one who's standing there. Uh, so uh, Philip drives the, the oxen-drawn cart, mm-hmm. oxen-led cart, whatever. Philip brings <laughs> the cart away. The three barrels are outside of the armory with Kisra standing there. And the workers from the armory come out with their machines, like dollies, to, uh, to grab the barrels to bring them in. And that's where the scene opens. I'm thinking we want to let them take us in, though, right? I mean, that's going to be the easiest way to get in, yeah. yeah that's what I was saying. I mean, I'm just like I'm not trying to pop on right now. Poised, ready to stab people who open <laughs> yeah, a barrel. Right. But yeah, <laughs> holy crap! This armory was loaded, or the the <laughs> armament was. <laughs> damn it! I lost it. Sorry. Oh man, my barrel's gonna be very heavy, but I think you should <laughs> stay inside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Kiki, you're the only one that can communicate with yes. them. So she'll interrupt as they come up with their machinery, their yeah. tools, and warn them. Now, this is part of the reason I'm here. I will warn you, these are very sensitive and need to be handled with the greatest of care. And from inside the barrels, you guys hear... Fair. We have faith in her. <laughs> there you go. Oh, <laughs> That you do. That, that, I mean, That's it. yeah. That's it's it. just you. <laughs> I have a literal faith in her. Being <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, chill, right. kind of gesture so them forward. So they'll believe you for now because you were led in there, and why not? Um, she looks so trustworthy. There is there's an area, uh, because of how you've described what you're there for, uh, there's an area that they bring the barrels. It's kind of the, the area where they have these little signs outside that say, caution, do not enter. Um, they drop the barrels off in there, and they leave you at that entrance. Okay. okay. That's where you guys are right now. All right, so um, Johnny and Freddie have already left. Yeah. All right. They're gone. So everybody is... Right now, I mean, they might be within distance, uh, within uh, a range where they could hear if something happens, but what are you supposed to be doing? Maybe the sounds you make are normal. All right, that's fair. Right. So I'll, you know, kind of look around and start, like, opening barrels as if I'm helping. I'll kind of, like, knock on... The respected <laughs> barrels, and okay. as they're coming out, if they don't make too much noise, I'll kind of gesture for them. I say, to "Who's be there quiet. when you knock on my barrel? Who is it? <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> a backhand. <laughs> backhand. Who? Backhand. Who smacked you in the head? <laughs> um, but around the armory is what you would expect. There's large crossbows. There's ballista, which are even larger crossbows. And um, there's a lot of ammunition around. There are swords. Almost everything is of a. Uh, uh, medium to high quality. Uh, there's a lot of shininess around. It's, it's a place that uh, clearly somebody has stocked very well with weapons and uh, some armor. Most of the armor I think people are wearing, but there are some extra suits of armor around. Oh. And um, this place is just well stocked to repel invaders or protect the city. So the, the armor that's around, is it just like stock armor and then people are wearing yeah. like things over it, like uniforms over it? Yeah, so the, what they have there is this is a typical Kingsbury Guard uh, chainmail armor set. This is the hard under the clothes. And if you happen to be Eight Finger Jack, then you get you at your own home. You keep an extra little uh, piece of tapestry that goes over top of oh. the armor to show that you're in charge. But we could throw on a set of this armor and blend in enough. Yeah, you could, you could play yourself off as Kingsbury Guards. Okay. The regular guard, though, because as right. we know, the agents don't dress up in special armor. They are hard under their clothing, but not over their clothing. So that you can't, they're not obviously wearing armor. Uh, I'm going to take a couple of minutes and make yeah. sure if anybody tries to grab a bow from in here, all the strings are broken. Oh, okay. Yeah, I kind of want to burn the place down. I assume is there, is there oil <laughs> I or... I burn the place down. <laughs> is there oil or gunpowder already? I want to set this... For, yeah, when the... Let me write down, I kind of want to burn this place down first. Hold on. <laughs> This um, is why all my friends have an out-of-context quotes chat in our Discord. <laughs> uh, that, that's a long title name, but I like it. I won't <laughs> use the word Discord. Um, I want to burn this place down. Yeah, kind of want to burn this place down. <laughs> uh, there are plenty of things you could set on fire. All right. We've already established gunpowder, yes. and then there's other things that would... I mean, the crossbows where the strings have been cut, they, they'll all set fire. I mean, they're yeah, all just wood. Yeah. Lots of stuff in here that could set fire. Right, but other things would cause an explosion. It very well Fireball. 
Fireball the armory. Yeah. I mean, I can't. She can't. Yeah. Yeah, So you could definitely set the place alight at your convenience. I think it would be more difficult to kind of set it on fire, though. If you want to go full on. (laughs) Well, I want to set it so it's like a slow burn, so eventually something... I want to... I don't want to just right now. I want to set it off where zombies first, and we start making moves, and that's slowly burning, and then yeah. So kind of the thing in the comedy action movie where the the fire starts, and then afterwards the heroes are outside the building, and the fireworks are going off. Yeah, yeah sort of. only if yeah. we can walk slow mo. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. With the wind in our hair. That's what would Morris be doing after he's let out of the barrel? Uh, first, he's stretching his legs. It was very cramped in there. His legs are back, by the way. Well, they're there. We just, yeah, they oh, are they're, now. I can see them now? They are now. Ah, excellent. No need for that pink skirt. <laughs> right. Although uh, you might look out of place without it now. That's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, it's pink skirt guy. Yeah. No, he's ready to go. He's, he's trying to move people along here, get mm-hmm. the zombies going. So let's yeah. trigger those zombies. Yeah. Trigger those zombies. Is it that time? It. I think it's party yeah. time. Sounds like it. So as everyone watch is watching, waiting for you, uh, Kizra, to trigger the zombies, what do they see and hear? And or smell? Well, <laughs> I mean, like, don't want to limit it's it. <laughs> it's under it, it, it's, our farts. <laughs> <laughs> all like the zombies just come yeah. in, and it's gonna sound awful because all that stuff is just like rotting <laughs> off. Ah, they all do that. <laughs> they mimic whatever. <laughs> so so what that was it? that was the key word. They all just come in, just you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's cacophony of fart noises. Uh, uh, the invasion of the stench. So. The group of zombies that have, until now, been outside, um, a sort of alarm will go off to them and trigger them to go into their sort of frenzy, the horde, okay. and they most logically start going in towards uh, the town, more towards the, um, like the, the lower section. I should have asked this earlier, but I'll yes. ask it now. Are these slow Romero zombies or fast 28-day <laughs> zombies? I was, gonna, I was just going to ask that. I want fast zombies. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we all want, want panic, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So, panic. We want total chaos. Well, yeah. Realistically, it's going to happen. I mean, but. if alarm went off in my ear, I'd be pretty. Uh, you know, I'd be a pretty fast zombie. I think. Okay. So, so they're these pretty are not fairly slow, frenzied, shuffling, shambling zombies. These right. are fast, frenzied zombies. Okay. Yeah. So within a few moments, you can sense because you have a connection with the the telepathic connection mm-hmm. with the leader. Um, you can sense they've gotten through the grate. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, starting to funnel their way into the city. And um, it takes a, probably a good 15 minutes or they're so coming. before word of mouth and shouts yeah. reaches to the keep. And the guards at the armory, you hear them and they're like, what? Zombies? Because they're communicating with somebody right out of earshot. But there's you know, words coming <coughs> back and forth. Zombies? What? And the water source? You know, and, and it's, uh, uh, for some reason, I just got Lassie in my head. Go get Timmy out of the well. Um, <laughs> Sticking up the but place. there's that kind of shouting. And they're like, well, all right, we'll stay here and guard the armory. But we'll, you know, we'll get more. And you hear shouts. And more people are just converging to just go to that area. Um, as that happens, there are... Um, you hear a lot of footsteps, and you can hear from down the hall. There are people running in, grabbing weapons, and, and heading out. All right. That's where you are right now. So what's the next step? Your, your the kids distraction. Are here. Yeah, the kids are here. Playtime. Causing a mess. Um, you, you'll have to deal with the guards at the entrance of the armory Ooh, when we got you, two when guys? you yeah. leave. We got there two are two guys. guys there. It was what? Fred and Timmy? or You said two names. Fred and Johnny. Uh, yeah, but Party. I was talking about the, yeah. Fred and John. Well, it was Philip well, that was John driving never, the thing. N- John, uh, Those, they never came. and John yep. never showed up. It was Philip that was Phillip driving the, the driver. Oh, yeah. right. I thought you were naming the guards. Oh, no. No. But now you did. They're Fred and John anyway, because why not? Freddie and Johnny. Freddie right. and Johnny. Yeah, you don't want right. to see them. I, 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 I said like two of them. More. Well, hold on. Hold on, hold on. They're, they're brothers. Oh, My last name is E. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Freddie awesome. and Johnny. Yeah. Uh, I say you totally just obliterate one, shock and awe. The other guy, we get we question him to see if we get locations on uh, what's Terrace uh, and Belinda and yeah, Terrace. Yeah. yeah, most people still call her Chancellor, although she is the monarch, uh, Belinda now. Okay, so why don't you grab one? Does of she them like to sing the song? Here in DC, is a place on Earth, and I can do my best Ooh, to backstab and yeah, grab the other sweet. one quickly. Okay, you want, I'll grab I'll grab one in a very intimidating manner while he backstabs the other one. How about that? Oh, that works. Yeah, if we can take out the one we're going to take out quietly, then. 
So let's start with grabbing one. That sounds like strength. It does. I'm very strong. Let's try it. I'll ready an arrow just in case somebody screws this up really bad. Six plus one. Seven. When when someone that's a success. Yes. So you grab him, but he starts making noises and shouting. I'm feeling now. Hurt. There's a general commotion already, so it may not be immediately bad. But he's making noises that he shouldn't be making. In the meantime, we've got um, uh, Topsy. Yes. You're going to go with a backstab. Yes. All right. And so as it is. They are currently defenseless and or surprised, which is okay, backstabbable. Perfect. Sweet. Definitely yeah. sweet. <laughs> that is better. Uh, plus dex, so it's a 5 and a 4, so 9 on the dice, yeah. plus dex is 2, so 11. That's more than 10, that's a plus. Therefore, backstab gives you what? Go ahead and read the whole thing. So, uh, when you attack a surprised or defenseless enemy with a melee weapon, you can choose to deal your damage or... Roll plus, plus dex. Which is what you've done. Yeah. Right. Um, and on a 10 plus, I get to choose two. On a 7 to 9, I get to choose one. So I get to choose two. Okay, what two do you want to pick? Um, let's see. So essentially, you get to do more than just damage somebody with a backstab. That's the way to look at it. And the things that you get to pick out of there are, the, are what help you in the situation. Let's see how it works out. Okay. So, I mean, obviously I'm going to do... For one of them, I'm going to choose to deal my damage plus a d6, uh, because one of the advanced moves I have means I get to roll a d8 instead of a d6 for the extra damage. Okay. So, the more the better. Is your goal to make this guy deceased? Yes. You got it. We'll oh, go straight darn. to that. Because you're already looking to do extra damage? Yeah, that's so all I'm trying like to do. So, what I'd like to know is, when um, Topsy assassinates somebody, right. what does it look like? Because other people are going to see this. What does it look like to the, the, your party members here? This might be the first time they watch you. Uh, yeah, it would be the first time they would have seen it. Okay. Um, so coming from behind, I'm just going to slide my hand over his mouth and then put my dagger through the back of his neck. Cool. Is there a lot of blood when you do this? Uh, no, because I'm not taking it out right away. Okay. I'm going to drag him back into the room we're in and then take my dagger out. There will be a bl- lot of blood at that point. So his lights go out quickly. Yes. And um, the guard that uh, Morris has grabbed sees this happen and kind of like his eyes go wide and he shuts up for almost a split second. You have a moment to do some kind of. How do you That's the treat right him? option. Yeah. Yeah. How do you want to treat him before he starts shouting and possibly screaming? He yeah, we want to get him look. into the armory and shut him up. Mo? Right. I mean, can I just cover his mouth and drag him into the armory? You can. So. I mean, we're going to interrogate him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So you've got him in there now. You've got this group of four people plus a bird. Because um, <laughs> right. that's what's That's there. important. Yeah. yeah. Can't forget him. A bird holding onto a flask of sleeping poison. Uh, I mean, <laughs> He's flying over there. You <laughs> yeah. can see him hovering. Uh, um, and you have him. What's the next step? Who steps in to perform interrogation? And how does it happen? And, and what are you asking Next steps. Man, I wonder I, if I you should interrogate, quite frankly, since yeah. you're... I mean, yeah. I can threaten to lay hands on him and oh my suck his <laughs> life yes. in exchange. For it. You That's can tell us what we want to know, or in the name of Rosna, I will drain your soul. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to you know, help him out with the interrogation. I'm just going to stand there and put the still bloody dagger against this guy's throat, too. I'll stand guard and make sure nobody's coming in behind us. Make sure they can... Right. Oh, do you want to help? I'm gonna, I'm, no, I'm going to sit pretty and watch. And what are we... Is that are helping? We uh, we want to see helped. if we can get where would they take Terrace or where would yeah or where would yeah where would they be located yeah. in like this because this could be an emergency situation right they're going to try to bury these guys right. in some hole somewhere so now them. what I'm looking <coughs> at is both um, Zarin and Topsy are helping yes uh, so I want you to roll the aid or interfere remember just add a plus one and let's see what additions if any four oof six. Right. So both of you grab a chip because you weren't. <laughs> neither of you were able to help. That means Hurt. we can help next time. That's fine. Morris is doing what now? So essentially, the way I'm viewing this in my head, so this is the way it's going to happen because that's how it works. Um, both uh, uh, Zarin and Topsy are trying to intimidate, but they're doing like opposites. It's like, <laughs> um, we're not going to kill you if whatever, but... But he's holding a dagger to his throat at the same time. It's like kind of just confusing. Just like and getting in the each guy's other's just going to kind of gloss over what's going <laughs> right. on around him. But you've got your hand over his mouth, right. you've and you're going to whisper sweet undead nothings into his ear. Correct. <laughs> what are you going to tell him? Correct. Uh, so I say, uh, 
um, I don't care. I don't care what they've said. Yeah. They said, just look at me, and I would raise my raise my visors and just have my uh, like glowing red eyes. My, I think, like, oh, so they're like, red. Okay. Yeah, and uh, like my, almost like like gas, almost flame flaming. Okay. Cool. Like, cool. Like white, um, and say, this is your only chance to tell us where we can find Chancellor Belinda. Okay. If if you do not tell me in the next ten seconds. You, you will have to take your last breath. Well, and, I will, and I will consecrate you to my goddess, Rasna. Nice. Good touch. I like that touch. And she'll just start counting on her fingers the seconds. <laughs> yeah. There you go. See, you're helping. Yeah. So you roll. I want you to roll an aid. Because he's not going to like the fact that you're over there counting. So, Kurt, um, are we looking at this as an I am the law? Oh, yeah. Somebody helped. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so, Kiki, tell us what you got there. All right, so that's an 11 plus... And we'll get a plus one for aid. Okay. So it's a 12, which means you're successful on the aid or interfere, which gives a plus one to Kurt's roll. Okay, which is not going to be quite enough, because I got a six on the die, plus two charisma is eight. Plus one is nine. Nine. And we have a couple failures Uh, on the table, so we can turn this into a 10. All right, so on a 10 plus, um, the NPC does one that they choose, and then because it's a 10 plus, I take plus one forward against them. Yeah. And so he either does what I say, backs away cautiously, and flees, or attacks me. So just because I think it's going to be fun, he soils himself first. <laughs> because that was a pretty yeah. good yeah. threat. Yeah. He did wait, however, till he saw um, the Kisra 10 seconds counting fingers or putting fingers up. And he was at 8 when you could smell urine. And <laughs> at 9, he spills his guts. Not through a pee hole or a poop hole. <laughs> through his mouth at that point. And he tells you, um, underneath the keep, there's a, a, um, a uh, sequence of... Oh, sequence is the wrong word. Can't, can't get the right word. There are some caverns, that are natural caverns under the keep, that uh, the king, or in this case, the chancellor is brought to, and her bodyguard would be with her, and that's Terrace. Uh, and he, he tells you how you can get there. It's... Not easy, but it's you right. now know how to do it. Cool. Awesome. So there's a, a there's a couple of doors you have to get past where there is a sequence of tumblers, and he gives you the combination to get oh, through there. This guy I sold him. All right. Oh yeah, I mean you got him. But be, between the whole group trying yeah. to help out here, uh, he's nice. intimidated, and um, he actually asks you if you would you know gag him and tie him up, not in a sexual way, but just make it look like. You We're going to kill you, but I've got to make sure to put in there, not in a sexual way. I don't want to be misconstrued. <laughs> you guys might kill me, but I don't want this to be misconstrued. He wants to look like he was captured and had to give up information. Right. That, he that, doesn't want to die. Yeah, that doesn't matter because he's going to die. Th- yeah, that's so, fine, but he yeah. still asks. He can, he can ask, but I say, uh, there's, uh, no, no. there's no need for that. Rosna thanks you for your information. <laughs> and I just crush his neck. Oh, that's sweet. It works. Yeah. <laughs> his neck is crushed so you now have information it's now a, I'm a bad guy well there you go ah. now we're officially done bad stuff um, so we have uh, the general alarm still in the keep there are people running back and forth and you hear from at least one or two of the guards you hear a couple of different voices saying what the hell why are the bowstrings cut yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, who's supposed to be keeping up with the armory blah 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 you guys take off to the side well, I would like to set the the small fire to so we right. explode let's things do, a few um, minutes after we leave, you know, kind of Let's thing. do... Uh, so you're just going to set like a path at gunpowder how, or something? How often does a ranger yeah, set uh, fires? Yeah, super cheesy. Let's do it. <laughs> how often does a ranger set fires? Uh, quite often. often from making camp and whatnot, yeah, sure. Yeah, this, this, I think I, I be able to control... On on I would say yeah. that this could count as a wisdom roll then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd say sure. probably more often than the rest of us. Yeah. Yes. Right. I mean... At least natural... We're not talking about blowing shit up. No. Natural fire. You're setting fire to combustible materials. Yeah. Yes. So it should be Not too easy. difficult. All right. Uh, yeah, ten. you got it. Ten. Ten. All right. So your mini fire starts. All right. Perfect. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll make it as easy as uh, somebody in the group had an idea of how quickly a line of gunpowder burns. Right. So you set it to how long? What, what timer do you want to put on? Like a few minutes. Enough for us to get say. away from this building into where we, we, need to get away. we would get into the cavern area. So way, let's say you know you could get in there within two us. minutes. We'll yeah. set your timer for about two minutes. Yeah. That works. Uh, in the meantime, you've got about 50 yards to sprint to yep. get to that first entrance, which you wouldn't have found on your own. It's right. on the side of the keep. Um, the, the 
you might call it the throne room proper. The king would have called it that. Belinda would never call it that because she's way more of a people person. It's just a place where the, the, the monarch sits. Right. And um, she would never call it a throne room. But Glorin, it was definitely his throne room. Anyway, on the side of that building, there is a, a, a pressure plate in the wall that opens up to where you can then move some tumblers to open another door mm. that gets you into the cavern. Gotcha. And that's you within a couple of minutes, you get that. And as you're entering the cavern, the fire erupts in the armory. Perfect. And a couple of little fireworks shoot up, you know, yeah. a Roman candle shoots out of the door and bottle rockets oh, awesome. flying up into the air. And there's general booms and it sounds like cannonballs being shot. Um, and just as the, who would be the last person in? Just out of curiosity. I'd probably bring up the rear. Okay, so yeah. as um, Morris is headed in, a cannonball hits the wall kind of right next to you, and it's a crunch, and a couple <laughs> of bricks fall down, and you get down into this cavern. And it is natural cavern formation underneath, just a man-made door that leads to there. Oh. Um, and within there, as soon as that door shuts behind you, it's almost deathly silent. You hear a couple of drips of water, and you barely hear the rumble of all the mess going on outside. But it's just really quiet in there. And you know, somewhere in here, based on, you know, the stinky McPoop pants, the guard, um, he tells you somewhere in here. Oh, that was smelly. That was smelly. That was smelly. You will definitely find Belinda and Terrace, and who knows, maybe somebody else. Yeah. Uh, other guards or other protectors. Perfect. Who would be leading the uh, search party here? Not me. I could do that, see if I could. Yeah. See if I definitely know they went this way. Oh, the ranger has something for tracking. Yeah. Hunt and track. The rangers don't track. See what we get out of that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, we haven't used it yet. Go ahead and read it when you roll, too. All right. When you follow a trail of clues left behind by passing creatures, roll plus wisdom. Seven plus, you follow the creature's trail until there's a significant change in its direction or mode of travel on a ten plus. Uh, you also choose one of these. Let's see if I can pull this off, though. All right. Which, yes, it's a 10. Yeah. So, uh, again, useful bit of information about your qu- your query. Quarry, sorry. Quarry, yeah. uh, the GM will tell you what and determine what caused the trail to end. Okay. So, in this case, you can tell when the cavern splits off left and right, um, the left side uh, of the cavern goes down. The right side goes down deeper. So, it's a more of an incline downwards. That's where they went. Excuse me. And as the um, the cavern goes down, there's another entrance off to the side, um, or another tunnel that joins off to the side that must lead up to another entrance because there are extra footsteps that go down there, like more guards joined in. Right. But it started with the two sets of footprints, which you would presume, based on the feet size and um, probable gender, mm-hmm. were Belinda and Terrace. And then it looks like a bunch of other guards joined, and the footprints are kind of overlapping each other. Gotcha. And they go further down there. Um, and you could tell uh, with such a nice roll, you get this um, between yourself and um, Thorin. You're, that's Thorin, right? Mm-hmm. The, the eagle. Um, I keep wanting to call him a raven. Uh, so that's what's stuck in my head. Pardon me, Zuzu. But um, you get the whiff of there's somebody stopped setting up waiting for somebody to come after. So you get this idea that the guards are there. And they're protecting. There's, there's like um, a guard station set up before you could get to Belinda and Terrace. Gotcha. And it's probably not that far down this hallway. All right, I'll relay that information to the rest of the group. Can we guesstimate how many guards there are? At least four. The footprints start to overlap, but yeah. So we're, we're dealing with four we're additional foot okay. sets of footprints. Yes, yeah, so we got a half a dozen people to deal with total. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Minimal. So what's the, what's the approach? You want to go powerhouse and in, I think, maybe? Okay. Well, count or do you like, want to toss something down the, the cavern and see what you get? See what you hit? Well, like, I mean... Like a fireball? A fireball. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Always good. But depending on how small it is, you don't want it to blow back. Yeah. Well, the walls, <clears throat> it's a natural formation, and every one of these caverns is just, like, worn by water in one way or another. And the walls are anywhere from 8 to 10 feet apart. It's relatively uniform, but it does vary. So not nothing crazy, but it's all there. Yeah, there's just no telling what's down there. I mean, we could try it. I'm I'm never uh, opposed to just throwing fireballs. Yeah. So okay. let's find I'm out what happens about. when you cast well, that spell. We'll count like twenty seconds and then throw your fireball. I'm gonna see if I can get in and behind them. 
Okay. So he wants to sneak in first. Yeah. All right. If you don't, if you don't mind right. getting a little hot and bothered, it's fine. It's just a little, though. Yeah, just a little. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, if they are surprised by you guys and I'm already on the other side of them, me stabbing people in the back is a whole lot easier when, you know, I'm already behind them. Can I have uh, Thorn kind of do the same thing? Kind of, if he's dark, just kind of like glide in, because like, he does have the stealthy. Yeah. Just you know, hide it's, in it's his good, hood. It's a good point. When yeah, I could keep it, dark, then I, okay. I didn't pay that much attention to it, but it's really dark in here. Yeah. yeah. You guys can barely see. You might need light. Oh, in order well, to we're, do we're taking care of that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Fire. Fireball. <laughs> um, the only light that's around is flickering from torches well down the hallway. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to try and sneak. Yes. That's going to be a defy danger with dexterity. That works. Let's see what happens. Uh, five and a six on the dice. So that is that's, 11. That's a lot. That's 13 okay. total. So it takes probably 10 seconds before the rest of you realize that Topsy isn't there anymore. <laughs> and he's uh, probably down the Well, he just said that he was going. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but I basically went, hey, guys, give me a second. And then you guys yeah. were like, oh, well, She what, pulls out her fingers again, counts yeah, to 20. Counting and, and he's not there. And, and uh, it could be the kind of situation where he says, you know, give me a second. And you, you start to give him a second, and you look, and it's like, well, where'd he go? <laughs> How many seconds? Oh, he's gone. Okay. <laughs> so she'll count to about 20. Kind of nod her out and go, all right. Just to prove that she can. Crack her knuckles. Yeah. And you're going to cast that fireball? I'm going to cast a spell. So for, at this point, for Topsy alone, you do get past, there are four guards that are just kind of sitting there waiting because they knew the door opened and shut. And they're waiting um, with crossbows, just kind of waiting for somebody to come around that corner. And you went around that corner and you got behind them. Perfect. Okay. They're waiting for the person they can see to come around that corner. What you got? So we're basically throwing a flashbang in for Ariston. It sounds like it, yeah. <laughs> and you will have to describe what it looks like All when right. you cast it and what the fireball looks like. And then I would say you run in after the cave. I've now, yeah. uh, I've now got my axe brogged out and I'm stroking her lovingly. Uh, <laughs> Looking forward tongue. to the fact that I'm not going to have to listen to her for the next day. Yes. <laughs> That's nice. All right. So, if this were a longer term campaign, I would voice my axe, just so you know. Mm. <laughs> All right. Would it have kind of a naggy voice? It would uh, have to. Yes. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah. But it would have to be soothed when it tasted that's blood. Right. That's right. Correct. Yes. So, what do I. So, good. so, you're going to roll the cast a spell, which is plus intelligence. Okay. And describe, well, read first off the spell that you're casting, because it's always nice to hear it the first time that we we use it. So, Fireball, you evoke a mighty ball of flame that envelops your target and everyone nearby, inflicting 2d6 damage, which ignores armor. All right. So, now you get to roll it and then tell us what it looks like when you do it. Now the pressure's on. Nine. Okay. So, now you will uh, have to pick. I'm going to keep saying so now. Ten. That's not a failure. Oh, it's not. Oh, you're giving her one. Yeah, to get the... All right, to get oh, the, then go ahead. Then, then to get up to 10. Yeah. So then you got it. Then right. don't worry about the next thing I was going to say. So that's the um, end of the adventure, right? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> He's only fireballing the guards. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. Um, All right. So what does it look like when you So cast? she crosses one of her arms. She pulls out her fingers, counts to about 20, nods her head, cracks her knuckles, and starts to rub her hands together, like kind of like the motion Mr. you would Miyagi? see. No, like, like, like the motion you would see, hands. that too. Like yeah. when, what you see in the movies when they like put the, the stick between their hands, they kind of... Oh, oh, like so she'll fire. Yeah, so okay. she'll start going like that, and then she'll start pulling her hands apart, and a flame will just start ah, to okay. form between it until it's this big ball, and then she'll just throw it okay. down the, the length okay. and kind of get... It does have know. to make a turn because it's around a corner, but um, yeah, okay. She puts spin on I mean, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I can see it happening. And, um, yeah, so Topsy, you would see the ball of flame coming yeah. your way, uh, and it would explode okay. at the predetermined location. And to make matters easy, the uh, fire engulfs those nearby, and there's, a, there's screaming for a few moments, and then it falls silent. She'll smile and nod and walk yeah. forward. And there's the smell of what might be familiar to some, but the smell of burning hair and flesh in the cavern because yeah. it has nowhere else to go. Typical. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll just I'll just double tap everybody. So <laughs> make sure <laughs> yeah. they stay down. Yeah, yeah. So does Brogda need blood from a live victim, or can you just hit a corpse? Can be live victim. Uh, so like medium yeah. rare doesn't count. Does, ter- does uh, bodyguard really? That is well done, my friend. Oh no, yeah. of course not. Yeah, I don't think he's got. Yeah, probably not. 
I have some ideas. Okay. <laughs> um, farther down the hall, um, Topsy, you hear footsteps running away. Like somebody heard what just happened and runs further away. It, it's a combination of both soft-clad and hard-clad feet okay. running away further. Uh, and everybody can then approach. Yep, you yeah. see the, the smoldering mm. bodies. And um, it, it, were, it were Kingsbury Guard there. It smells like victory. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's actually three of them were from the family victory. Um, <laughs> and they are now burned to death. So it does indeed smell like victory. Three of them. <laughs> the other one was from the family of Defiat. Yeah. Oh, the French guys. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They give up easily. Uh, so farther down this hall is where the footsteps are running away. Of all the places to chase. find Cinder, that would have been nice. Yes. Okay. I am. Yes. Anybody else? You're just running, chasing them? Well, uh, I'm not I'm going not full speed. I'm still being cautious. But okay. I have my bow ready, like, you know, arrow knocked. Actually, I would, I would prefer to have uh, Thorn ahead of me, kind of scouting ahead, because I have a connection to him, so he could kind of warn me if something's up. Ooh, I like that you said that, because whether Justin knew it or not, it was foreshadowing something. All right. And that um, there is... Uh, what kind of link do you have? It just says supernatural connection with... Yeah, you know, but what, it, what is that like for, um, for Zuzu and Raven? Like Beastmaster? Yeah, I would love it to be like Beastmaster. Like I could see what he sees, but I don't know if... Or if you could... I don't know if you want to go that easy, or, or, he, could, or he could mentally warn me, like, hey, Let's somebody's up here. Let's go with that, just because it's easy enough to use that here. Yeah. Um, you get the feeling of, like, son of a bitch, what the hell was that? And the vision goes dark, and there's a thud, and you feel like your chest just hit a wall. Oof. Mm. Yeah. Oof. So okay. We need to quicken the pace. And um, within that, call it ten yards, um, you find uh, Thorin. Thorin laying on the ground with a poison dart in his side. All right. Pull that out. You recognize this poison? Yes. Topsy knows that that is one of the favored weapons of Cinder. Naturally. Yes. He's mine. I mean, I'll race you. And it's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not death poison. It's, it's a lot of stuff. Heard me <laughs> it's like, I mean, I'll race you. It's like um, uh, rhinoceros tranquilizer. Yeah, I gotcha. Is what you got there. All right. Not necessarily death, because he needs someone to live in order to interrogate him afterwards. And yeah. Nowhere I mean, I could bring him back. He can steal it. Well, he's not dead. He's just not yet. Yeah, Sender doesn't like normally it. kill people, because then it's on his hands. He'll yeah. knock people uh-huh. out and have everybody else do it for him. So he should be fine. Um, and at that point, uh, you hear the sound of, like, blowguns, and a couple other darts go flying through the air and hit the wall next to where you guys are standing. What do you do? Uh, see if we can see where they came from. They came from that direction, the dark, over there, behind yep. you. The only way of making a little bit more permanent light. Are there any um, like pebbles or anything around? Mm, I'm going to say rocks? no, because it's mostly water-worn caverns, so not necessarily. You're looking for something to cast light on? Yes. You can cast it on my axe. Yeah. Yeah, if we want to be conspicuous, though. At this point. No, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. yeah. At this point. They, they know we're here. They're shooting at us. Yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and if point, we're, all right. We're going for conspicuous. Yeah, if we want anybody to be the beacon and target, I'm totally fine with it being, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the big guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm doing it, because I can draw the attention to me. And she'll kind of flourish her hand in his direction, and his weapon will start to shine. You do have to roll to cast light, though. Oh, yeah. Joe, can I um, declare at this point that I'm on a... uh, Are we going to kill these guys? Well, you're on a... Your quest was to... Well, well, get control control of the key so we can get into the treasury. Yeah, I had Slate Kingsbury, a great blight on the land, but really, I mean, it probably needs to be, does it need to be more specific at this point? We just need, I mean, my plan was, like, see if they can open it first, and then after that, whatever you want to yeah. do with them. Because I, um, I have a thing where I can declare an enemy and get a bunch of yep. extra damage oh, yeah. against one particular enemy, and I'm wondering if I should do that for Belinda at this I point. I don't know if she's really going to be that strong of a combatant. Yeah. You might want to do your yeah, yeah, Tear yeah. set off. But as her as the enemy, anyone who would defend her, I think, would be part of your quest. That would it, work. It's yeah. Yeah. Now, it's Cinder wouldn't fall into that because he wouldn't be defending yeah, her. He's However, totally, yeah. her protectors yeah. would well, be with part ex- of that. Ex- 
Der Exterminatus. When I speak aloud, I promise to defeat an enemy. I deal plus 2d4 damage against that enemy and minus 4 damage against anyone else. This effect okay. lasts. So why don't we do that? Okay. And so then what we're going to do is your quest will be to slay Belinda. Yes? Uh, Instead of talking about the entirety of Kingsbury. Yes. Right. Yeah. So if so you said it's for her and anyone that's like aligned with her directly. Right. It, yeah, exactly. Anyone so, who gets in the way of you okay. and her. Purposefully in the way. Yeah. yeah. And with holy protection, I get plus one to armor while on a quest. Okay. So. Um, now let's go ahead and take the, the, the extra on that. So you're going to get two boons. What boons would you have picked? Um, this is the paladin move quest. Right. I had an unwavering sense of direction to defend uh, Kizra. Okay. Uh, and... You know, I was going to... The other ones don't seem to make a lot of sense to me for one shot, so I was going to just pick invulnerability too and just pick a random... You know, I, don't, I don't know what I would have picked. But. Invulnerability to poison. Poison. That sounds appropriate at the moment. I yeah. like it because you're about to get hit by it. Okay. Um, and then what I'll tell you is you... Uh, your, well, your vow is you have to... I, I'm going to twist one of these. That's fine. Um, so we're going to do the Valor one, and what it says is forbidden suffering an evil creature to live. You will not be allowed. Anyone who has defended Belinda cannot live. You must, do, you must terminate. Kill them all. Yes. <laughs> Exterminate us. <laughs> all right. So specifically, the, your quest to, to kill Belinda, anybody who would defend her must die. <laughs> watch out, folks! <laughs> watch out! <laughs> and now, once you, if you decide to go against that, then you no longer have your um, immunity to poison and uh, the unwavering sense of direction to her. Okay. Once you, de- if you decide not to pursue that quest anymore, you lose the boons. Okay. Right, in the meantime, um, we'll take that as just because I feel like it. One of those darts hit you, and you know it's poison, and you know you have the immunity to it because you're on your quest. But everyone else should watch out. Okay. So I tell them. Yeah. Poison darts. What do you, Joe, what do you read? The unwavering sense of direction to defend Kizra. How do you read that? As Uh, a boon. Like, what's the boon there? That means that no matter what's about to happen to her, you know how to intercede. Okay. So if somebody's about to stab her, you get a chance to intercede. Okay. Almost like a reaction or something. Got it. Cool. Okay. So all those uh, poison darts came flying out from blowguns. And um, you guys... You turn and know they're coming from behind you, but you don't see who's down there yet. What do you do? Well, he's getting the, the <laughs> Kiki's got dice in her hand, and she's showing them to me. For the light? Yeah. You want to cast light? We were at that. Go. Yes. Yes. Wow, that was like half an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Um, so you didn't. That's fine. Yeah. So grab a chip, because you might want that after. Did you just make it darker in here? So what happens six. is the light spell... Um, misses the axe and goes down the hallway and lights up down in the hallway. And um, that actually gives them, they get, it's like a trace around in reverse. They get to see exactly where you are and you can hear the sound of more blowguns. What do you do before they hit you? Because the darts are now about to hit you. How do you handle that? We'll start with Chris. Uh, what is, uh, if I can take some cover, you know, behind any of your party members. Sure. Yeah. That works for me. You did see one get hit by one of these darts already. Yes, yeah, so I'm standing behind uh, Morris. So you're going to quickly dive or, yeah. or jump behind Morris? Yeah, totally. That sounds dexterous. Yeah. Let's try that. Let's see if this works. Is defend a move? Yes. My, one of mine says when you defend, you get... It is uh, basic, is basic or advanced. I think it's basic. Defend yeah. is a move there. People typically don't defend others. Eight. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. So you're able to get behind him. And and uh, and um, when oh, we got to look at the gremlins, hold please. The gremlins. There's a gremlin in there somewhere. Yeah. All right. So once the um, uh, you're able to get behind him, and when the dart grazes your shoulder, it just makes you a little dizzy for okay. a few moments. What that's going to translate to is you'll have a negative one on your next roll. All right. Um. The other two here that aren't immune to poison. As these right. darts are being launched towards you, what do you do? Cursing. <laughs> Curses, foiled again. I'm going to, with the irregular walls, try and find somewhere I can tuck myself in. Okay. That sounds like something you might be able to do. 
especially as a thief. I mean, we'll see. But... Be able to hide and get around corners and stuff. Sure, yeah. let's try it. Oh. That would be dexterity as far as I'm concerned. It's contortionist, oh, yeah. practically, to get it's behind a little extra spot on the wall. Yeah, so nine it. on the dice, plus two, okay. so 11. Okay, so you're able to do that. One of the the uh, poison darts bounce right off of the spot right next to you. Perfect. Um, and ricochets off into the area. And I'm going to do pretty much the same thing. If that's going to be his job anyways, I'm going to take advantage of it. You're going to hide? Yes. All right. So you're going <laughs> to duck, be- duck behind me and my shield? Yeah. Yes. Yep. So it sounds like you're helping. Yeah, I don't know if it's yeah help or defend, but I would. Well, that's what I would like, be doing. Well, it sounds with her. like you're helping to aid her hiding right now. So let's try and aid. Are we doing a dex? You would tell me. How would you do it? Are you do, are you making a smart move, a dexterous move, a wise I, move, a I strong mean, move? I mean, you're grabbing him and putting I think him it's in front pretty intelligent. <laughs> I think it's pretty intelligent of me to to yeah. get out He's of it. Must cover. So there you go. Do I add anything to aid? Plus one. So seven plus one eight. Okay. So that's appropriate because you expose yourself to danger. The problem is um, this nice young person right here rolled two ones again. Again? Again. She's not a very good wizard. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything wizardy this time. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm just trying to get around. <laughs> she's, she's, I'm not that gen- graceful. Leave me alone. She's generally bad. She's a little slow for an elf. <laughs> yeah. Um, so at that point. I'm not slow. The, I'm clumsy. The, uh, the people shooting the darts come around the corner and they have... Uh, crossbows at the ready and you can see that there's stuff dripping from the tips of the crossbow because the light spell went over there by the way yeah. they're nice and lit up we can now. see stuff um and How there's something dripping from the tips of the crossbows and cinder who you see clearly at the front of the group says all right that's it just get out of here or we kill you and, and I let arrows fly. <laughs> there are crossbows <laughs> trained at each of you. And at the first move, there, it looks like they're going to let those, air, those crossbow bolts go. I'm just going to lean out from behind him and let my arrow go into Cinder. Yeah? Yeah. Let's go oh, for I'm it. shooting at him. Because as soon as you shoot, they will. That's fine. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Can we see Here's how many there are? Four. Cinder and his that pals. That is a ten for Cinder. Actually, an the other three are all females. All right, 10 to hit Cinder. That's the way he rolls, huh? So you got 10? Yep. Go for it. Let's see what you got for... This is a volley, so you'll just do your damage. Yeah, three damage. Okay, so Cinder takes an arrow to the leg, and he, sh- he shouts as he falls to the ground, and the other three let their bolts go. Right at you guys. Um, let's see. Uh, we don't normally use D20s here. If everyone has one... Does everyone have one? Oh, I, I, get, I have plenty. Okay. Everyone roll a D20. The top three are going to get hit by arrows unless you do something about it. Top three? The top three. So the lowest number is safe. Ah, this good, they're my dice, because my dice suck. And they <laughs> there you go. Me. 16. Ah, 15. Six. All right. And I was trying to hide behind I was the guy who needs it. So 17. Had, yeah. So, so, yeah, exactly. So the, yeah, perfect. The paladin, our um, mighty Morris, is the one who does not have a crossbow bolt hitting him. Each of the others, there are two things you need to do. First off, roll a d6 for damage. And everybody's hiding behind you. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he moved at the last moment. Two. He, he, he veered to the side to avoid a bolt out of instinct, and that allowed the others to get <laughs> yeah. through. Right? It was, uh... Right. Oh, I don't want to get hit by the- Oh, sorry, guys. So you'll take Three. that d6 for damage minus your armor. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Armor. And then you will do a defy danger with constitution to see if you stay awake. Did we never figure out your armor? Or did we just determine you don't have any? Well, you have a spell It's a four ready. right I'm now. Right. I have advanced. Four. Okay. You failed? I'm sleeping. All right. You said con? Unless it's worse than that. Yeah. Defy danger with constitution. Uh, if you fail, you will fall asleep. Ten. Ten. You did not fall I'm asleep. I'm snuggling with Thorin. <laughs> there you go. Both of you are snoozing. Uh, There's a little eagle snore yeah. and a ranger, elf ranger snore. Yeah. Both four. delicate, I would presume. Yeah. Uh, so you had four? Yeah. All right. So at this point, you guys are in a little more danger because two of your party have just fallen asleep after getting hit. But now he gets to go to town and feed his axe. So he's Let's see. Exactly. So go for it, Morris. What's up? All right. So I'm going to hack and slash. Okay. So you're just going to charge forward into the fray. Yes. And when I do that, I can choose an ally. Their next attack against my target does an extra 1d4 damage. You've got one conscious ally. Yep. Yeah. So I'm choosing her. Hey. Okay. Makes go sense. for it. Let's do a hack and slash. Now... Cinder had fallen onto the ground with the um, the arrow in his leg. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, some damage. So there's three others that are up that just shot. They're reloading their crossbows as you charge forward. Right, so I just charge towards whichever okay. one looks closest to shooting. What you got? I rolled 10 plus 2, 12. Oh, gosh. All right, so you hack her down. And Brogda goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, in a female voice. <laughs> but Which it's is not quite like that. No, yeah. We'll edit it. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. So she won't actually get a plus Princess four. Princess Peach over yeah. here. <laughs> That's what your act sounds like now is Peach. Yeah, Princess Peach. I like it. Nice. I like it. Um, okay, so that good? Um, yeah, because of that, let's just go ahead with another swing while we figure out what um, Kizra is doing for her action. Double strike. Yeah. Five, seven total. Seven. Okay. So while you're swinging again, what's Kizra doing? I want to cast a spell. What spell? Um, I would like to try to attempt uh, cast magic missile. to attempt. Okay. Always a good choice. Yeah. Magic missile don't suck if you hit. Yeah. yeah. Actually, if you succeed in casting. And she has a plus one, right? Well, How's I don't know. Work? It says against your target, you but I just killed my target. Yeah, but your target is these four people. Okay, then yeah, yeah she gets an extra 1d4 damage. D4 damage. If right. she can hit. No snake eyes. Oh, yeah. No snake eyes. Cast that spell. Yes. Hey, there you go. Looks there you better. Go. What you got? Nine. Nine. Nine, okay. So you will deal your damage plus another 1d4, and then you'll pick something from the cast a spell seven to nine, oh, which I you failed, can look right. at right after. Wait, I can do what now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So handy. that's six. So the magic missile hits one of the other targets. What does the magic missile that Kizra cast look like? Does it take a certain form, color? Um, does it make sounds? Um, it does not make a sound. It uh, essentially looks like a ball of light with just like wisps kind of coming off the back. Okay. Cool. cool. So it's like um, when you watch uh, tennis now and they do the graphics and the ball has the little... Yeah, the, just like the tendrils coming it. off. Yeah, cool. yeah. All right. Just tendrils of light. Or like a comet. Or yeah, there you go. That sounds That's so good. much better than Wimbledon. Thank you, Kurt. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so there's no ball boy picking up your magic missiles at the end. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's a good I get visual. one to pick up my arrows. Yeah. yeah. That'd be arrow boy. Yeah. So you had me roll another attack. I don't know if it... But we're okay. going to resolve that now. I just want to see the magic missile happen as well. Gotcha. So at this point, you will hack down the last one, but you will also take a D6 of damage as that happens. Um, between the last two with the magic missiles flying in and you hacking and slashing them, one of them uh, swipes at your ankle. Okay. Hit me pretty good for five. Oh, yeah. You got armor. So yeah. Oh, I... I Let's go, let's go with the five because it went past your armor, right at the ankle joint where you weren't protected. Okay. And that hurt. So you might limp for a little bit, but it shouldn't affect your undead movement. Yeah. At least I have legs. I didn't you do uh, it. a couple hours ago. They couldn't see him at least. Correct. Mm-hmm. If she knocked part of the sequence off. It's probably pissing <laughs> you off. Um, now, the normal sleep poison, you can wake somebody up by shaking them. At this point, it's probably time to wake up your companions to move forward. Um, Cinder is on the ground, kind of just wide-eyed, because you just killed off the people he's hired to help him get the keys. Uh, and he's just laying there like, holy crap, what's happening next? And he's starting to inch away? I mean, at any point, at any point you guys could wake me up. I mean, Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> sleeping too. Yeah. Hold that. Literally. I'll, tell, I'll point and tell him to hold that and then go to the to sleeping Cinder? too and kind of nudge him. So you're going, to, you're going to tell Morris to hold on to Cinder? Yes. Okay. Sound good? That. Sure. He's easy enough to grab. He's very reluctant. He'd like to get away, but he knows it's probably not so easy right now. He's probably more likely to join you than he is to run away. That yeah. kind of guy. I've got All right. it. So the, other, the others are shaken away. It takes a moment to regain your composure. Uh, wakey, wakey time, princess. And um, Thorin. Uh, we'll also wake up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all you hear is freaking eagle bitching in your head. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. Over and over. He doesn't show can't up. can't believe he got hit. Yeah. It's supposed to be <laughs> sleek, dark, stealthy. No more rats for you for the rest of the week. <laughs> and all you say over and over is like this. And I'm on a P. I was like, WTF, WTF, WTF. <laughs> Next. Right. I'm going to walk over and just let him know, like, dude, you, you should have laid low. I tried to warn you. I'm just going to put a dagger on his neck. Uh, I, I, I don't need that dagger. You can keep it. No, 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 no. In his neck. Well, hold on. Oh, like no. kill him? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, are people going to try and stop him? Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Do we try to play this off where we leave it as he was the master on so we get away and it's all blamed on him? And 
Hey, they got the bad guy. Well, yeah, but that conversation with the guards is a whole lot easier to have if he's not here contradicting us. If we just go like, look at this body. We caught him he's trying to do this. <laughs> well, we'd rather have him That's killed with something either. that would be used with uh, like one of the guardsmen's weapons. That's well, fair. you have some of them smoldering yes. on the ground next yes, to yeah, you, yeah. actually. Yes. So you could put a crossbow bolt totally. right in his neck. <sighs> yep. Okay, okay, fair point. Okay. Huh. Huh. Please hold. I'm gonna go get a crossbow bolt to motor you. <laughs> Keep holding. It's still nice and warm when you pick it up. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll lean over to Cinder. Look, you got a couple seconds before he gets back. If you wanna, I can help you out. If you wanna tell me something important. Uh, um, uh, uh, but but Belinda, the the keys. Um, uh, her her and Terrace, they have the keys. Does that help? We already knew that. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Uh, but no wait 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 um they they're magic yeah magically yeah. bound to the wearer knew that one too strike oh, but, two. but 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 wait 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 don't don't kill me don't um 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 and uh they're down the hall strike three took too uh, long <laughs> yeah he's done yeah. and i'm gonna let thorn eat his eyeballs oh that's cute or sweet, not yeah, cute. Yeah. Sweet, it's sweet. I mean, but now you're rewarding bad behavior. I know you I told him no, no rats, rats, but you give him eyeballs. <laughs> well, hey, you got what hit. What kind of parenting is well, that? That's a little. It's a little bit of vengeance for him. <laughs> a little bit of vengeance for him because. You know. <laughs> Let me write that down. What kind of parenting is that? <laughs> I'm not sure it's consistent messaging. <laughs> <laughs> and the um, true to his word, the dead guy. Uh, and as you probably already knew, both um, Belinda and Terrace are down the hall. And Terrace is standing there as a mighty warrior with his big two-handed sword clad in full plate mail with Belinda kind of cowering behind him. He's like, make no step closer, Cretans. Look, you're outnumbered. Rebel scum. <laughs> <laughs> you're outnumbered. There's zombies eating your townsfolk. Uh, you could open the treasury now. And we will let you live, and we will call off the zombies, or this city is done. Yeah, you can Who open it. Who would be in the front of the party at this point? Uh, Probably the I, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't be talking to people. Yeah, but who would be up front? I would like to probably either okay. him or him. So he's say. lunging forward with probably the biggest two-handed sword you've seen someone carry in quite some time. Oh, I'm fine. And that's swinging right at you. What do you do? Because uh, he's going to hit you unless you do something. Yeah, I'm gonna. Do, we're trying to intimidate him. We have him outnumbered. He doesn't stand a chance of winning. I'm gonna let it happen. You're gonna let him hit you? Yeah. Okay. Take a d12 of damage. Okay. He's we'll a big ass mofo. Seven. <laughs> you rolled a dog bone. That's kind of yeah. cool. <laughs> All right. Who's doing else? What else? Because once he knocks him down, he'll, that will knock you down to the ground. It's a big, oh, yeah. forceful hit. You'll be flattened, even if you're not dead, which I presume you're not. No. Uh, does uh, does Belinda look defenseless? Yeah. All right. I will do a called shot into her head then. Oh, well then. <laughs> <laughs> and while he does that, I'm so... Uh, I gave him a chance. <laughs> you, did, well, you did. While he does that, the guy who swang, what's his name? Terrence? Terrence. 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 Swang with the head off. Head off. If he had a two-handed greatsword swinging around, then he's exposed his backside. Well, it was more downswing, but yes. Yeah, Yeah, but so his backside partially exposed, so I'm going to take Braga and come up and try to whale him. So we're going to start with the called shot. Yep, so that's a 11. 11, that would definitely work. What what are you doing with your called shot? Go ahead and read it. And Kurt, you go ahead and roll your hack and slash. There you go. It's going to work. So uh, Kurt Chris... (laughs) <laughs> Kirkus? Kirkus? Kirkus what you, what are you doing with your called shot uh, so I went for a head so Belinda so, you just want her to stand there and drool for a moment well that, that's 7 and 9 10 plus is 7 9 plus your damage oh yeah, yeah so I got so you so you can choose to deal your damage as well um, so I mean technically I'll let you kill her if you want yes you're gonna <laughs> yes. headshot <laughs> yes. head uh, in the meantime what's the heck and slash result so i rolled a total of 10 on the die plus two for 12 and i'm gonna pick um kizra as my ally who gets extra damage if needed on her next attack okay in this case she doesn't need extra damage however um as this is happening in front of you kizra you get this image in your head of what could only be described as zombie happiness 
as they're crushing <laughs> villagers in their path and everything is going exactly according to plan. You haven't even lost a single zombie yet. It's like nobody's standing up to them. She sniffles a little and wipes, wipes out her face. They grow up so fast. <laughs> My little baby. So that's good parenting. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, um, you just got to let them run amok sometimes. <laughs> So Got all that energy. So Topsy, you're stubborn. Okay, <laughs> you're on the ground as you've been knocked down by this huge sword hit, and and there's probably a fair amount of warm blood uh, on your shoulder. Yeah, but you see right in front of you, from the two bodies now, two keys dangling from their necks. They almost sparkle in the little bit of light that's right there in front of you. Well, yeah, dibs. I mean, <laughs> dibs. He called it. He called dibs. <laughs> well, clearly, you know how dibs work. <laughs> so I. I mean, bad shit could potentially happen. He doesn't really care. He's going to try and take them off of the bodies. Okay. When you grab the keys, your hands stick to them, and they stick to the bodies. Ew. So now you have, like, your hands are stuck on two keys hanging from gold chains. They're gold keys, too. But, and, and they're stuck to the bodies, and they're like, eh, I'm presuming you can't move, like, 500 pounds. No. Which means you're kind of like, uh <laughs> Somebody Maybe in your like, head, outwardly, you can be however you like. Somebody want to like cut these off of this? I mean, what, just, we just need a body part. Maybe is what you're saying. They're, they're stuck. <laughs> yeah, they are definitely the, the wherever the chains are touching a body, they're stuck there. Oh, okay. so where they were hanging off of the body, where you grabbed your hand is stuck there, but they're stuck like to the back of the neck. So what you're saying is oh, we yeah. need to tear the heads off. Yeah, naturally, at least one of them. That is I've got name. just the right tool for that. <laughs> Brogda? Her name is Brogda. <laughs> She's so hungry. So you want to try chopping their heads off? Sure, they're dead, right? Yep. yep. So you chop their heads off. The mm. chains come off. Oh. And they're, they're both in your hands now. And they're free. Okay. So it turns out that you just needed to cut their heads off to remove the magic. And uh, if you think about running, Thief, I'll do the same thing to you. I mean, you'd have to catch me. That's true. I would eventually. <laughs> he would. I, <laughs> He's got a long life, unlife ahead of him. Right. I would make you my quest. <laughs> and I have kids outside, so. So. <laughs> so you are able to defeat the evil Belinda and Terrace and get the keys news. for the treasury. And with the, with the success of the zombies overrunning much of the, the city up, um, up above ground, uh, it's easy enough to get into the treasury and grab the, all the stuff that you want. Everything you can carry of goods and, and treasures and items. Um, and that is the happy scene that will close the adventure right. with. Wait, the wait, bad wait, guys no, 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 no. Oh, wait, wait, there's more? No, that's just the first step. Oh, <laughs> that allows us to fund our taking over of the city and turning it into a walled fortress of death and decay and so, undead. So now it's necropolis. When you started with wall, I thought you were going to say water park. No, walled, walled. Water park's not bad. Well, the water park. <laughs> and we got a waterfall to start. Water park of the dead. They need to have fun too. Yeah, the evil thing. That's good parenting. Yeah. <laughs> That's good parenting. Uh, cool. So that gets us through our one-shot adventure of bad guys taking over Kingsbury, which actually gives us a neat storyline that we can use later on within yeah. Perrin DC. Because that's the world we're currently playing our adventure in. Our, our normal campaign is yeah. in Perrin DC. So we can get the word out that something bad happened in Kingsbury. Ooh. <laughs> hey. In the meantime, what do you guys think? Our guests, I'll ask you first. Kiki, what did you think of your adventure today? I had a lot of fun. Cool. I, I, think, I think it went really well. And I am excited that I finally got to play a decent story with a necromancer because I've been wanting to for like and 10 years. Very cool. <laughs> Um, Justin, what'd you like about today's adventure? Um, I well, I mean, for starters, I I'd never actually played Dungeon World, and I do like the 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 freedom of it. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a lot more fun than I anticipated. Kurt, is there anything you would have changed about today, uh, other than not being here? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was great. I would have uh, changed the way I thought about my character a little bit at the beginning, so he could have. Uh, I didn't feel like I had to hide quite as much, but uh, um, and I might have moved our planning along a little bit faster, but other than that, it was, ton- it was fun. Very cool. Yeah, Chris, what did you think of today? Uh, yeah, I thought the, the planning was nice because we kind of sidestepped a lot of action to just go right at the end. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, cool. liked, I, I wanted it. to move, like I was saying yeah. at the beginning of the, the last episode, I wanted to make sure we moved it along quick, and it was. You get bad guys, bad guys down. Other bad guys, other bad guys down. 
grab the keys, you get all the stuff. Yay, you yeah. win. Close, qu- uh, quick adventure closing. That's kind of yes. cool. Then you torment the yeah. world around you. That's yeah. the next step. Whoa, ha, 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 ha. What's the, um, what's the lead zombie's name? He's got to have a name. Yeah. Because he's now your leader. The leader of your undead horde. You have to uh, think of that. Zed. Ooh. Zed. Zed. Dr. Zed. Zed. Zed's dead, baby. Zed. 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 Exactly. Zed. Uh, I mean, it rhymes. It has to be. It has to be now. It has to be Zed. To All right. Be. So Zed. 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 He can be actually the um, the leader of the water park. Yep. <laughs> Zed can be the, Undead the manager. Undead Zed's water park. Undead Zed's water park. I like it. So we close out this one-shot Dungeon World campaign in the world of Paradisi. Special thanks to Kiki and Justin. We have a little round of applause <laughs> for joining us today. And we will see you all next time. We'll wrap this one up and I'll say bye. bye. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.